right, right, and ready? we're off. Oh, it's happening. It's going so fast. Right? Uh, time is moving faster than we can capture it. So we're gonna we're gonna talk fast. Hey everybody, welcome like to the another. Like the micro machine guy. Yes, like the micro machine guy. He died. Oh, R.I.P. And Zach the he Lego was, Maniac. He was one of it, like when I think of my youth and I yes. think of the best commercials of my youth. He he's up there. He he's was up good. there. And there were some epic commercials in the '80s. Let's be honest. There was micro machines, and then he I think he died from talking fast. Really? Yes. That's a. I think that's a fact. I think yeah, that's yeah. a factual was, um, observation that you just was, made. He was talking while he was and eating. He was talking while he was eating, and he just choked. Yeah, because you like, know because they talk so fast, and he has to take he has to inhale really uh-huh. quick, and he choked on a hunk of hot dog. Oh God! Yeah. Wow, that's 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 yeah. horrible. Happy to Shakey's. I feel bad for his family. Hi, everybody. Hey. Reckless Breakfast. Yep. Podcast. Oddcast. Oddcast. Number one. Yes. I don't even know what number we're, we're on. We're like 16, 11, 12, Yeah, somewhere Seven, around there. 7,000. Um, that said, I'm pretty stoked about today's episode. Me too. Um, because I, we have not only a good friend of mine, but like an epic human being all around. Well, thank you. Um, and thank I'm you so much. And I'm not referring to you, Chris. Oh. You are not anywhere near that oh, area right. or that genre. Um, that said, <laughs> JK, uh, uh, he is well known for his work on The Nerdist. Yeah. Um, we have our editor in chief of Nerdist, Brian Walton, guest starring in our oddcast. Welcome, Brian. Hi. Yay, Brian. So, so enthused. You're enthused <laughs> to be here. I am enthused. Here. I am super enthused. <laughs> our, our, stu- our vast studio audience that's here with us right now is going, <sighs> I can't Whoa, do a, cr- was, can't do a cricket a, noise. Is what a, I was yeah, trying to somebody, do. Somebody. Why are you taking off your clothes? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm getting hot. So she said um, my name in the clothes coming. Yeah, in the clothes. Not, yeah, that's, that's what happens. It, and it was that smooth injury. It was like, hey, he's used to it. He's used to it. <laughs> hey, you know girl. I mean? It's a normal Saturday for him. Um, it's just yeah. We all have interesting articles of clothing, I've noticed. Yeah? Um, Cat wore space tights. I have space tights on. They're not tights, they're space tights. She's like pair. an extra in gravity. They are, let's, let's be real. They, let's, <laughs> I'm going to be technical here, okay? So uh, open your mind. They are intergalactic space pants that intergalactic take you Intergalactic, planetary, yeah. planetary, uh, intergalactic. I want to swede gravity now, but just have backdrops of girls wearing these tights. And like lined up. <laughs> we, we got the green screen. We, Sorry. Yeah, we like could do it. Back. Sorry. And Brian, tell us about this hat. I, I oh. love it. I love this hat. Uh, I'm. It's. It's a. I don't even know. It's like a Russian hat. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a Russian. Russian the, one of those furry ones. It's like a, a toboggan. But it's like a promo item like, too. It's huh? a promo item for the Americans on FX. Nice. Uh, you better get the, some cl- compound for this. The Fox people sent it to me. Uh-huh. And it's the most comfortable hat. <laughs> it, looks it looks like comfortable. It. it. I know. I it can looks fall asleep in it. I can cut Furry and black. And normally I would never wear like. Something that says "buy it on DVD." Yeah, yeah, I know that's kind of horrible. I mean, it, I would think that it would it should just say the Americans on it, and that yeah. would be enough. But they have to. It's on a Russian like black furry hat, and it says on Blu-ray and DVD, <laughs> and like I, totally unnecessary. And I look like the biggest shill in the world, and I'm not earning a dime for this. But, but it's comfy. It's well, you're, so well, you're earning a social dime. Socially, yeah. you're, you're going to you be well off. You know what? Chris and I accept it. Chris and I accept it. We embrace it. It's a little warm in here. You know what you could do if you're really feeling rebellious? You could take a, a, a black Sharpie marker and just Sharpie over the on Blu-ray That's DVD. That's very punk rock. Or, you know what I mean? Or take it's a Sharpie. Take the hat off altogether. Take a Sharpie and draw the hat on your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, I have just dye these your hair black. Tails on the side of my hair. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, like, yeah, you're growing, growing the hair out a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's getting longer. Yeah, I have had this as the African Americans. Um, yeah. <laughs> nobody gave that to me. Just, no, you just, just you just made it. You just um, made it. 
Before we get into you, thank you for laughing at that. I appreciate that. He's gonna just Cat never going, laughs at my, uh, at my jokes. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in sleeper agents from Africa. <laughs> sleeper agents from Africa. You should write that. You guys should, you guys Let's should do co-write it. that we should, together. We, we just, yeah, we're going to do a spoof, a, a spoof spinoff called The African Americans. <laughs> yeah, you can see it on uh, Comedy Central. It'll be 80s, too. Saturday we'll have Jerry Curls. Like it'll, it'll be yeah. complete 80s African American like, uh, uh, cinema ex- verite, uh, uh, like like uh, exploitation film, kind of. That now is offensive, cat. No, I no, I'm know. kidding. <laughs> Not in the eighties. I mean, okay, okay. The American takes I'm place in the eighties. Like, yes, I do like that. So before we get into your awesome history and the nerdist and all that stuff, we have we have a duty we have to fulfill. It's a huge duty. A huge duty. So much duty all over. This duty place. all over. <laughs> it is duty everywhere. It's it's a common occurrence that happens every single oddcast, and it's. It's quite exciting, actually. You it should. Is. Are you? Are, are He's looking you, around are you like ready you, you for look it? so nervous. Like streamers know, are going to fall out of the balloons. The confetti. I should start you're, you're verbalizing what I'm 13. doing. I, I just realized yes. I'm on a podcast. So right. Yeah. Right. I am so tense right now yeah. because I am so not. He doesn't know what's going to happen. What's about to happen. You know, so, ladies and gentlemen, you should be scared. Actually, and you Brian, be really scared. You are a gentleman. Well, both of you are gentlemen. Yeah, I'm kind of a um, the unveiling of the booze. Our favorite part of the podcast. And I knew that was coming. I don't know why. I know. I was so That's okay. No, I you, know, but, but you, you didn't never know, know what's going to happen. What on we're referring to yeah. yes. And our goal is to make you as scared and, and uncomfortable, like on, yeah, and uncomfortable and on edge as possible. That's, That's why that. we've loaded this week's drink with a lot of roofies. Uh huh. Yeah. It, you'll see. <laughs> and, you'll notice um, it's blue. It's a hint of blue. <laughs> All right, so, so Kat, I know yes. you. Li- Kat likes a lot of sweet stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a man. I, you have a beard. I don't, but I would. I'm, I drink I'm like I have a beard. I'm a man. Beard. I just don't drink like a man. Right. Uh, so today oh, we I have like Vita Frutte by Vive. What is I this? Like this uh, Vive is really good. It's like mm-hmm. it's an I organic alcohol. I have never ever ever alcohol. heard this before. I figured. It, I am I figured kind it would of be excited right now. Is a, um, is it, it's a it's a alcohol that's based on. Um, that shitty, nutty, like, nutty, like, fruit. Uh, shitty, oh. nutty fruit. Shitty, nutty fruit. Mm. Pomegranate. Pomegranate. Ah! Oh, good. It's is that where it is? is? Is I mean, the, the brand name Vive, or the is there a well, no, thing that, called Vive? No, that was their that was their first alcohol. Oh, it was pomegranate like, flavored. No, you know, it you was know actually it, it was it was a it wasn't they don't make it out of like potatoes. It's not like vodka. It's it's, oh, it's its own alcohol. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I might be wrong about the pomegranate. You know what? You know what got like hip what? forever. It's like a seedy thing. It's a, well, acai. I think you got it right. Was it a oh, acai? Oh, acai bear. Acai. acai. Yep. See that's. Why did I say pomegranate? I don't know. Cause it looks you like know, a they all, Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, nut, just so you guys know, my hands fruit. are absolutely clean. I did oh. wash them. Uh, I did I eat some Cheetos though, so it may have a little bit of Cheeto. That's hint. not what the private investigator <laughs> no, told me <laughs> when he did the blue light over my. That'll, that'll I heard your it, hands are very dirty. <laughs> that'll make it. That'll make it exceptionally uh, tasty. It'll. It'll be like you're like a mixologist here with yes. your. It's. It's. You have the Vita fruit, and then <laughs> and then and then ice, and then a little bit <laughs> of of. Uh, toasted Cheeto. Toasted Cheeto. Stuff. That is that is sprinkled a, atop. Maybe that's our French horse. That's our yes. Toasted uh, Cheeto. Explain to her what the French horse is. Well, uh, hold on one second. French fact number one. Oh God. You know who you are. This is and when your he drink starts. of choice must understand you. Vita fruit so, a little by Vive is a delicious and calorie conscious sh- alternative to just, your normal everyday cocktail. Him. Let's just suffocate him. Huh? Let's huh? make Does him sound stop. We, eh? So eh? he always reads the back of the alcohol Actually, for some I, ungodly this? reason. Oh, I want to try Don't it. drink out of the bottle. No, no. I'm not going to drink out of the bottle. I'm going to try it. Try reading. The no. Oh my God. What have you started, Chris? Uh, a trend. 
Per 1.5 no. fluid ounce average analysis, calories, 55. This isn't a porn, yeah. okay? <laughs> You're not on a call with another lady. Zero grams of protein. She didn't call Fiddly you to Don't worry. turn you I'll get you on. your protein. Oh, Wait. God. Nice. I'll too get you. Don't hard. worry. Okay. I'll you get you now your now protein. Now I'm the minority here. I'm glad this like, wasn't actually sponsored because I think they would have been very upset. You have him on your side with, with <laughs> like the, the, the... I want to hear voiceover. I want to hear like... You just got to drop it in an octave when, when you... Oh, yeah. There you go. Now. Vita Fruit Cocktail. I could never keep up with this. I could never keep up with this. Uh, government warning. According to All the right, Surgeon General. All right, let's talk about important things. <laughs> <laughs> you could die from alcohol. Um, Pregnant women sexy. should not drink with me. Wow. <laughs> Which is true. Pregnant women shouldn't drink yeah, with Yeah, well, I mean, A, they shouldn't drink, and B, they shouldn't drink with you because <laughs> we all know that that turns into a bad scenario. Yes. Can you get um, re-impregnated? Is that possible? Can, can you, you get like, pregnant pre- while you're pregnant? Uh, no, I, th- I doubt that's a, that's no, a possibility. You, it's I, called twins. Because otherwise, if they were to keep producing eggs, I mean, there'd be a backup. Like, you'd have Ooh. So. I'm getting a visual, and that's not good. I don't want to get hmm. a visual of that. Well, if you get a dozen, let's let's you guys let's hightail into like yes, some let's hightail into talks. this. So All look, right, let's cheers. Yeah, let's First cheers. Of, we got to cheers. Cheers to B. Walt Thank showing you. up and, and, the and uh, uh, shooting the shit with the reckless breakfast and crew. Let's, let's, another cheers to Cat's pants. Yeah, my, to I got you know pants. what? Normally, Those are the cat's pants. I, I tell yeah, you what, the cat's pants pajamas. <laughs> um, normally, I I don't you know like brush off my shoulder with certain things. I'm very, I try and be humble about things. But these pants kick a lot of ass. They do. You know? They do. They're, they they, they kick also, a lot of ass. They, they, they make a lot of asses look great. Yes. Yeah. Not mine, but a lot of other asses, I'm sure. Right. They just make you, know. you look like an ass. Which yeah, is yeah. I mean, close different. enough. Close right. enough. Right? Kick ass, okay. look like an ass. All right, drink up. Mmm. Mmm. That is, oh, mm. wow, that is so refreshing. It is light and refreshing. Wow, that's like a... Brian, verdict? Uh, what do you think? Oh, it's got a, a bit hint of honey in it. Mmm. You like taste a, that? It's like honeysuckle. It's like a... Uh, it's like a gay cruise in the Bahamas came in my mouth. Yeah. Ah. I like it. You know what? I couldn't a, have said it better myself. I could not have said it. A giant wave of gay cruise. Yeah. yeah. In your yes. mouth. In my mouth. Speaking of Tom Cruise. <laughs> they they um, either floated... Their boat <laughs> floated in your mouth or worse. And so no. either or works for me. I, this is tasty. It's really tasty. Chris, well played. Well played. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very, that, I thought you know I actually I, I put some thought into this one. I, I wanted I wanted to please you in, in some strange way. Yeah. Well, um, it didn't work. So mm. I'm still I'm still upset with you and disappointed. Oh. But Thanks, you, you're Mom. closer. You're closer. Um, uh, so that said, okay. Now that, that we said, cracked open the, the the drink and we're we're on our way to uh, uh, rec- a, a truly reckless breakfast. Truly, this is truly reckless. Um, I what? can't believe there's no protein in this. <laughs> I can't I'm believe sorry. it's not butter. Well, you uh, know, you can take a, a drumstick and just drop it in there to, to stir it, and then yeah, will, yeah, have, like, and then and then gnaw on the drumstick, and it'll it'll taste uh, like <laughs> like a gay cruise, apparently. Uh, so Brian, Brian. Yes. We are so, okay. We're so stoked to have you, and yes. that's. I'm gonna be so inappropriate. Really uh, welcome. That's fine. Welcome. You're you're in the, good company. This is what okay. was what it's for. Even though my mom listens to this, but it's fine. She she already gets that I'm, um, uh, you know, a completely destroyed human being. Have that any other said, guests on this show ever brought a backup booze? Uh, we have one guy who was allergic to alcohol. Okay. Uh, Drew Stepik, who's an, uh, an amazing author. Yes. And um, he brought his own. 
beer or something. Yeah, crazy. it was like non-alcoholic or something. No, it was alcoholic. It was alcoholic, it was alcoholic but he's like he allergic to like specific alcohols. Oh, yes. So like if he's gluten free, he might have brought a side. Yeah, yeah. Something or, like that. Yeah, it was it was a very unique beer. It had like it was the kind that you pop open the bottle and it's and oh, the, it was a uh, still attached. Grolsch. Oh, what kind of uh, what what kind of cruise did that taste like? Uh, it tasted like a a burly a nude cruise a burly like bearded uh, uh, flannel wearing lumberjack cruise. Hmm. Interesting. That's the way I I mean you, it look it looks like one of those like moonshine bottles. You know what it I mean? It did look like yeah it looked illegal. Yeah yeah it was um, knowing Drew it probably kind of like my wife. <laughs> so uh, no I, we're right. <laughs> we're I, I, thankful that you're here. Yep. You know what is Nerdist. Uh, Nerdist is a media brand empire company uh, started by Chris Hardwick. Uh, it's uh, wow! It's very early to be talking about work. <laughs> Reckless, <laughs> breakfast, man. Well, mind you, okay. Like to get take a step back. Um, Brian's here because we're good pals, and because uh, I like to make sure that I'm surrounded by people yeah. who challenge me and who are like really cool and smart and, and funny and amazing. Brian's one of those people, um, and Brian has a, a vast background in like writing, right? And yeah. you, you, you have an amazing uh, background, uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you started. Well, you start. I mean, let's, I, let's take a step back and because we want to know about you, not necessarily okay. specifically about Nerdist, but we'll get into like how you got to Nerdist and how that's evolved and how you're now editor in chief. So you basically want me to ask my question later. I'm saying let's move <laughs> on into this, <laughs> right? Because I'm, I feel, I'm I got, looking up. I, I, I just kind of, it's, that's a weird, there's so much going on at Nerdist. Yeah, it's such yeah. a right. weird especially place to well, no, inside into. Yeah, especially coming um, from inside, right? We're on yeah. the outside looking in. You're in the inside looking out, so you see all the different And elements. to be perfectly honest, my headspace was not in work. In <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, wait a minute. I have a job that has a public profile. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, well, that said, let's talk about Brian. Like, yes. Where, let's talk about uh, Brian. Yeah, I want to hear kind of how... how Tell me the early the early days of Brian and how you kind of got into this area and the space and why how, are you here in LA? How, how did this happen? How far back do we want to go? Do we want to go LA? Do we want to go? Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. How, let's, what brought you to LA? Yeah. Um, well, I was living in Seattle. It's I guess to get to LA, we got to go back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had moved to Seattle after I uh, kind of finished up uh, my run at college, which was incomplete. Uh, I will admit, um, but I was a very I'm a very restless person to a certain degree, so I wasn't doing well continuing classes right out of high school. I really sh- was one of those kids that should have taken a year or two or maybe had just taken a community college. Right. I was so un- directionless. Yeah. Um, and then I ended that's, up... That's fairly common. Yeah, I was so... <laughs> it is like, true, but it, you know, there's always the fear of taking the year off. It means, oh, parents are always like, oh, you're, yeah. ne- you're never going to go back. Well, right. also, I was a scholarship kid. And then how, where kid. are you going to, like, money-wise, yeah. right? It's, it's yeah, and, and I was a scholarship kid. Like, ah. I, I was on an academic mm-hmm. scholarship. Uh, you can't my, turn that my away, My first huh? year was pretty much through grants and scholarships that I had earned in high school. Yeah. Um, and Congratulations on that. Well, oh, right. oh, I, did oh. not, I did not use them well. Me and college just were not a good mix. Uh, but at least you went, right? Like, I mean, the thing was, you had to get there to, the to see that yeah. it yeah. didn't mix. You probably had an inkling, like, oh, I don't really want to do it, but let me at least try it. Well, yeah, and the other thing is, I I mean, not to get too, I, I really don't want to get too far back into this, but I, I had a background where, like, I had to start working, like, the day I moved out, which I was when I was 17, and mm-hmm. I was not able to support myself and put myself through college, and my family wasn't in a place to help and, right. and it was just I was one of those kids where 
we were all going to be first generation kids through college. Yeah. And only one of us actually ended up finishing. Like there were in um it well of of my sisters, and uh, it it just like I didn't like it, and I I but. You know, I, I. But you put the effort in, you know, and you tried. Yeah, and, and that's but what, that what I ended up falling in love with, I started working at movie theaters. That's that's yeah. that's what what really like I I, I started become I became a manager and then a projectionist uh, in uh, the cineplexes, and I fell in love with movies and just. I always loved comic books when I was a kid, and that's just what I fell into. When I moved out to Seattle, I kept doing the same thing. I, I did my time at Blockbuster, which everybody who <laughs> ever wanted to be a film nerd kind of like did their time there now. Huh. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's gone now. It's not like anybody can that's ever say it. It's like a sad thing. Because yeah. there's it an experience time, walking yeah. into a video store, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw a video store and a thriving video store at a tiny place. I can't remember which city it was. It wasn't even in California, and this was recently. And I, it was one of those things where it made me sad the way that I reacted to it. Because I saw a video store, and my first reaction was, wow, how are they still open? And then, and then I took a step back, and I was like, yeah. wow, Kat, that was a horrible reaction. There are mom and pops <laughs> across the country that serve places that don't have broadband. And oh. we're already forgetting about them. Yeah, We're already moving on. A lot of people, what's weird about Blockbuster... A lot of people do have Netflix now. They have mobile. They can get a certain amount of it. But there are still people that are dependent on DVD. Yeah. And then the kiosks are what are filling that audience. But even still, because here's the thing for me, like, right, I have an eight-year-old daughter, and I liked taking her in the early, like, you know, even just a few years ago. Like, there was a blockbuster, probably one of the last in the country, is about a half a block from our house. And to walk in there and, like, go down the aisles and, like, Oh, what's this movie? And just talk about it from a from a nostalgic point of view. I mean, you had that whole projectionist and in, in theater background, but you don't get that through a Netflix like yeah. flipping through a menu, right? You don't get you don't get as much of an exchange and an experience out of it. You know, that's memorable and long lasting. Well, mm-hmm. I'm I was blessed uh, when I moved to Seattle. Um, I ended up working in, in an ad agency in a mailroom and and got some exposure to that world and. I, I got really lucky for a while there. I got to work at Scarecrow Video, which is, they have 200,000 titles in their library. Oh, my God. What? And they have, they pride themselves on having all of these films. Are they on still the, open? Yeah, they're still open. Uh, they need as much help as they can get right now because they're being very realistic. It's like, Shout out to Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah, Scarecrow um, in Seattle? In yes. Seattle. Okay. They're in the U District. Uh, but they have everything. They have movies that never came out on... DVD or Blu-ray, like Rad on oh VHS. Oh my god! That's your favorite movie ever. It's one of my favorites. One of my tops for sure. Like they they have Rad on VHS that they rent out. You have to put a deposit down on it to rent it out. Because it's so. <laughs> oh, because people to like find it's just it's yeah. always gone. Jacket, huh? Yeah, and they they still rent these out because that's the only legal way to get these movies. Now, I don't know about you, but I think everybody I know has Rad on a USB somewhere now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is fortunately how- or unfortunately. I mean, it depends on the way you look at it. Like. At least the, the the film is still being shared and people are watching it, but the the way by which they're sharing it and watching it is not necessarily well, legal. One of my favorite movies of all time is only available to a, you know, a U.S. audience through an illegal upload on YouTube right now, um, and it's got like two hundred thousand views. But the thing is, the copyright owner is either just so unaware of this, but no, whoever owns the rights to uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens, which is this cheesy, really cheesy eighties. Rock comedy midnight movie oh mashup. That sounds amazing. That does. It is <laughs> fabulous. It has some of the best choreography of any movie you are ever going to see. The choreography is stellar. Um, it has a music video. The first 
10 minutes of, mo of the movie is a music video starring Tito Jackson. What? And on a foreign planet. What? Post-apocalyptic, all, like, and, but. How have I not heard of this or seen <laughs> this? this is amazing. I, my friends and I, we, we do, I mean, and this is not something that I could take any credit for, but I was exposed to shitty movie nights. Yeah. And, and, and we recently watched, we recently had a mediocre movie night. Yes. Which <laughs> was Tank Girl mm. and Eve of Destruction. Tank Girl, both of those movies. First off, so Eve of Destruction just came out on Blu-ray from uh, Shout Factory. So definitely. That's why we watched it. Like, Both Eve of Destruction and Tank Girl came out uh, on oh, Blu-ray oh, wow. uh, from Shout Factory. And so. the thing is, there, there's so many movies that people don't realize in the 80s and 90s were experimenting a lot. And what you don't realize is those crews and those special effects teams went on to be the same crews and special effects teams on bigger, huge budget movies that we all give so much credit mm -hmm, to. Mm -hmm. But you go back and you're like, oh, wow, this yeah. is like really creative. Eve of Destruction especially was so much fun. Because that's so Gregory ridiculous. Hines. Gregory Hines, like I kept expecting, he was, <laughs> oh, his yeah, acting he was, wasn't that. His, his acting was hilarious <laughs> yeah. because I kept, especially in like the dramatic, high intense moments, I kept expecting him to just bust out and tap. And then, like, like that was gonna be his method. Challenge! Yeah! But now, you see, I, I grew up with Eve of Destruction because I was one of those kids that like the one thing my parents had to have was cable and HBO. Mm -hmm. Right. And, like it was like, okay, a lot of HBO. I mean, HBO was my babysitter. So it's really funny that they had the show Dream On on there. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and yes. that show's babysitting me when that show's about a guy. <laughs> Being babysat by a television. television. Um, but uh, you like how we said that in unison? Yeah, yeah. that was cute. Yeah, that was, that cool. was cool. Actually, guys, yeah, yeah, high five. Yeah. I like this. Uh, I like if, the if magic. You, if you were born in the, in the era that you say you were born in, it should you should have said personal jinx. That's what yes. I'm saying. Yeah, oh, jinx. true. Jinx. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we right. missed jinx. We didn't do jinx, that. But, yeah. <laughs> now you, you jinxed each also, other at the same but time. This also isn't the start of a romantic comedy, so we're good. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. or is it? Or is it? <laughs> dun dun dun. So Eve of Destruction. If you look at that movie, like it's. Uh, remember that movie Species? Yeah. That's all that, like, Species is and just species Eve of Destruction. Yep. That's all it is. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. It is. And it, everybody's like, oh, Species, Species, Species. I'm like, no, Eve of Destruction. Way yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory Hines. Well, what's, it's, so you're right. I mean, you're talking about these, these crews and these people who put together these mm -hmm. movies, and now they're working on these big budget ones that you don't really even realize these are the same people. A case in point, and oh. I, have, I have yet to watch this movie, I but I hear it's much. insanity. Meet the Feebles. Oh, God, yes. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is Peter Jackson. Yep. That's Peter Jackson. Yeah. Well, and he made a bunch of those movies. But and see, now here's, here he is doing Hobbit. Well, kinda, it, it, the weird thing Rings. is it kind of gives you hope, right? Like as you're, as you as a young creative, right, it kind of almost doesn't matter what you make. Just make what you're passionate about yeah. and keep making stuff. Right? I mean, and it makes sense because obviously those are all puppet stuff. And then if you look at Lord of the Rings and Hobbit and stuff, it's essentially just bigger budget well, puppets. Have you yes. seen Dead Alive? No, no, but I want. I've, okay. It's in the list. So it's in the you, list. If you see Meet the Feebles, like it's really. Funny I haven't. That's unfortunate. I haven't seen. There's some Meet great Feebles. things in Dead Alive where you're just like, oh, that's what that grew up into. Okay. And then now it's like it, it's it's oh, refills. Yeah, I think this yeah. one's mine. You can keep talking. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll keep. He's more. looking out. He's looking I out. I like it. I like it. Um. So yeah, uh, I, I I I I've been pretty much a a nerd a, of sorts. I was a <laughs> like a a bit of a I. On my good days, I would refer to myself as a renaissance man because I just bounced around. But, you know, that jack-of-all-trades thing kind of applies to me. Yeah. And I just kind of fell into jobs. And I soak up a lot of information really quickly. And I ended up going through all these experiences that kind of all ended up building into this perfect balance of I could write, I could edit, I could I understood movies. 
I, but no formal education in in either of those things. Uh, no, it, only no. through experience, but, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, experience is the experience, best education. But also, I'm that type of nerd where great PSA. The more can. you know. <laughs> I read a fascinating article once, and I'm I would never. People who go to film school, eat, absolutely good job. I uh, I I I I believe in film. I, I wanted to study film theory. Right. And that was like that's I love to talk about it. I love to think about it. I probably should have gone back to school. But it's I, never too late, Brian. It, it probably isn't. Uh, but at this point, I've got such a wealth of background. Background, mm-hmm. and I feel like you got a good pedigree. And I and I feel like I do what I do, and I enjoy it. And if somebody it has comes a very problem, natural to if, you, if, huh? if, if I don't think I'm in a position that needs it. Now, I will say right now, there are certain aspects of my job where I could be much better, and that's like I'm horrible at grammar, so me copy editing is always a nightmare. Right. Um, but I'm the editor, and uh, I'm I'm one of the editors in chiefs. Like Perry, Michael. It was Sunday. a great segue, by the way. Uh, I'm horrible at grammar, and I'm the editor in chief. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, uh, I, I have Go a team. Great, we have a great editorial team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so shout out to the Nerdist editorial yeah. team. Woo! Uh, Dan Casey, yep. Charlene Jimenez. Yep. Which you know Charlene. Yes, yeah. I know, and I know Dan, and, and they're Dan. phenomenal human beings. And um, Dan has a great podcast called uh, Today We Learned. Uh, yeah, with with my buddy Razzle. Yeah, our buddy Razzle. Yeah, which is crazy. So the back with that is that I knew Razzle like three years ago or something. Mm-hmm. It was I met him like three or four years ago at Saddle Ranch. We, my friend Megan. You I would meet people at the most we, random yeah. places. So this, is, this is how it all oh, connected. We met even yeah. So so um and and Meg and I would go to Saddle Ranch and we met Razzle and we'd end up like hanging out frequently just here and there or whatever. And all of a sudden like I realized he knew he started knowing the same people that I did in like this the more kind of geek culture, right? And then, uh, what, you know, we go to a party, and I'm like, oh, my God, how do you know? Uh, and then we connect the dots, and we, uh, we kind of know the same people without really Especially when you talk like that. People. Everybody well, wants yeah, to be around. Yeah. 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 Even worse, I just found out, um, well, not even worse, even better. Like, worse. <laughs> no, even, even, <laughs> better. even more horrible and dis- like, disgusting. We randomly met at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and uh, because there's some professional things involved there, I'm not going to tell this story uh, because I don't want to present myself in that light. But uh, it was fun, and it was kind of like this, actually, mm-hmm. um, where we were kind of doing a work function, and we both were drinking and having a little... It was Comic-Con, so we yeah. were drinking and having a little bit of fun at a work thing. Um, but it's funny that my roommate is now, like, friends with your boyfriend's yeah. friends. Yep. So he's... Yeah, so this is another connection. His roommate... Yeah, so we were at um, a work event as well. This was maybe, like, four or five months ago. And I was like, Brian, I want you to meet, like, at the time, obviously, I didn't refer to him as, as, as the BF. But you now were so I kind of... afraid to ever refer to him. I know, I know. You, she sure know. was. Fine, that dude, that dude was like, oh, hey, there, here's... Moving along. What's moving his name? Along. Here's the guy that I've just been dating for <laughs> you, you eight months You were just like, now. I don't know you at all. Stay away from me. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That, one, that one's mine. Could you guys Stay buy away. this guy a drink? <laughs> okay, that said, we were at this event, and I was like, Brian, like, because I... I value Brian's opinion and I, I, look, I look at him as a good friend and I was like I would like you to meet you know Two-Tone <laughs> Two-Tone uh, Two-Tone um, Inside and, Joke and episode so number uh, 11 and, yeah it's a little inside joke um, and so I brought him over and, and they met each other and they had this kind of like look like I don't, do I know I feel like I've met you somewhere do I know you and and Two-Tone was with his roommate and they were like we know we all know each other somehow and then they connected the dots and he was like holy shit my roommate is really good friends with, with his roommate and then small world. Small world. Yeah, and then we accidentally, we all ended up accidentally going to a you the guys Ramones went after. concert. Oh yeah, together. yeah. We mm-hmm. bumped into each other at the bar and like, oh hey, where are you going? They're like, oh, we're going to the Ramones show because Andrew WK fronted the one of the surviving Ramones on drum. Yep. Who, nice. 
can't remember that his name, but yeah. um, it was a great show because yeah. all they did was Ramon songs. Yep. And Andrew WK killed the vocals. It nice. Was so amazing. That's what I hear. So how did so how did Nerdist come to be for you, right? Like, where um, you know, you, were, when you I realized met you, you were you good were at, at these things. When I met him, he was at Geekscape. I uh, when I moved here, uh, we um, when I moved here, I was uh, I lived here for about two weeks, and one of my favorite directors died, uh, John Hughes. Oh wow! Um, and it's very weird because I, I don't get bent out of shape about a lot of people, but John Hughes kind of I think for a lot of people, and I don't think I think I'm special in this in any way. But, you know, John Hughes had a certain honesty to his films, and, and he made amazing movies. And I'm not talking about just the teen stuff, but, like, a lot of them uh, were Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, Vacation, like, so many movies. He wrote countless movies that will go on to be known as American classics, Home Alone. Um, yeah. And it's just one of those things where he got fed up with a system and left, and but I always appreciated him, and I appreciated that he continued to write even after he left Hollywood. There's so many scripts I would want to see, but he died, and um, I went to the screening, an outdoor screening of Pretty in Pink, mm. and there were so many people there. But uh, Geekscape was there, met those guys, and they were like, the following week was my birthday, and I went to see the first ten minutes of Avatar mm. because they did that preview thing. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And then Jonathan London said, "Hey, write that up," and I had never actually journalistically written something. Mm -hmm. Um, up to that point, like J Lo's uh, the head of head of Geekscape. Geekscape. Um, I figured, like I wrote for the News Democrat in Brown County, Ohio, uh -huh. and I wrote for an alternative weekly in Cincinnati when I was in college. But this was the first time, like, I had actually written for a geek blog or whatever. And it, it, it I just took to it. And then uh, years later, now I uh, a friend of mine recommended me for a job at a place called Geek Chic Daily. Geek Chic Daily had just made the headline that they had bought a fifty percent stake in Nerdist. Yep. And I saw where that was heading, and I was a fan of the Nerdist podcast. So I applied for the job that a friend of mine told me about, and it, the gamble paid off. And mm -hmm. what I thought was going to happen. How long ago happened. was that? That was this is my third year. Nice. Wow, time flies. I know, right? Yeah. Do you, are you a fan of this podcast? I I, I <laughs> only listened to it recently, but I do enjoy it. So far, so good. Um, but I run the website this before will be your I ran the episode. newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote the newsletter for Geek Sheet Daily, and then it became Nerdist News, and then now that that's all kind of folded away, I write for our Nerdist News Daily news show, yep. um, but we they have a great writing team. Like I'm just one of the guys in the room, and um, and then uh, we have a lot going on. The website is doing great. Yeah, and that's, I mean, yeah, yeah and that's the all. thing. It's like, it's like, how does a Nerdist become as big as it's become, right? Because you've got a lot of nerd editorial brands I'm a, yeah. and I use the word brand in a big way right because we, there's a lot of things that come out of Nerdist we have this great thing where Chris Hardwick is such a genuinely nice person and wants people to be able to pursue things that interest them and also in a business sense I mean nobody really talks about this but he wants people to be able to pursue what interests them to a certain degree in models and, and trying things right um, because he's allowed me to be really experimental with the Nerdist website. We we are something totally different now than we were just a year ago. Mm -hmm. And that was because the audience started coming in big, and this yeah. was what they wanted from us. And we kind of just, when we started offering up more of this stuff where he started 
because honestly, uh, he, the Nerdist podcast has become something totally different. Yep. Like, it's great. I mean, it's not different. It's still exactly the same guy talking about the exact same stuff. But now it's like the, the kind of people coming in for it is so impressive. Yeah. That, and he's got At Midnight, and it's like, it's allowed... He's allowed. I love Ed Midnight, by the way. Oh, I it's just, so funny. <laughs> he's really good on. And it. I didn't it's think I would. I honestly didn't think I would. I watched it. I watched it reluctantly, and I'm like, "This is this is pretty awesome." But <laughs> but Chris Hardwick is a great boss yeah. in that he gives you the space to pursue what you think the the best course of action is. Yeah. And he'll back you up on mm-hmm. it. And and that's the best kind of boss you yeah. can have. Yeah. You know, someone who puts you in a position because they know you're capable and doesn't micromanage you. They go, you know what? I I, yeah. I chose you well, because I know that well, you have we, the ability to expand. And we have a great management team. Like like we, we really do have the best people in the best positions. Mm-hmm. Charlene Jimenez knows social media. She like we've worked together. She started uh, two months after me. Yeah. Two or three months after me. So and you guys have been working she from knows, the get-go, huh? Yeah, she knows everything. She like she just kills it on mm-hmm. social media. Dan Casey, same deal. Yep. He knows what he's doing. He's a great host. We got Jessica Chobot on Nurse News. Mm-hmm. Like the great thing about Chris is he attracts great people yep. yeah. who are all very talented. Mm-hmm. Well, and also I think the the problem with a lot of companies, especially as they start to grow, right? Like, is that uh, you get hired to do something, and then you get dictated what to do, right? You, yeah. You, so your perspective and your point of view and your professional Especially value if you're hired is in lost. A management spot, yeah, right? management right. or just like well, like if if I hired you to do social media and you're the bomb at social media, but I keep telling you no, 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 do this, do this. It's like suddenly your skill has been minimized. Yeah. Like I'll offer Charlene suggestions because I mean. A lot of like we, but that's a good. Team. We learn together yeah. on social yeah. media, and I believe editorial has to understand social media mm-hmm. nowadays. Like, oh yeah, that's just the nature of it's things. all tied yep. together. Yep, and um, and honestly, you have to understand SEO and and, and all these weird concepts. SEO speedwagon, right? But like this year has been the year where. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I like. Okay, that. no, I was just making sure I had the right the right. Uh, the, the, the right, right thing. SEO. Yeah, but no, and then like it's just been interesting because we've been a growing company. It's just really been. It's been hitting lately yeah. because we all we had our growing pains. Mm-hmm. We quietly had our growing pains. Yeah. Um, and another good show. <laughs> yes, another good show as well. <laughs> I actually quietly. Uh, oh, I just got back from Vegas from the Dice Awards, yep. and I met Ashley Johnson. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Yeah, she won. Um, she won Best Voice for she played Ellie on um, Last of Us. Oh, I didn't know that. And I just met her, and she is the sweetest person. She is so nice. Wow. Yeah. And, and uh, it was just really fun. Uh, and then it was just that's a fun award show too. Uh, you know, it's I like Dice. I yeah, I've consider never been to Dice Oscars before. Of of the video game. Yeah. Like arena, and it's just such a. It's like the TED Talks of video games mixed with an award show. It's kind of wow. Great. How long awesome. were you there? Uh, I was there for. Uh, I was there three days. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't really get to do much, but it was really funny. I I placed one two dollar bet when I got there on the Plants versus Zombies slot machine, and that's the only gambling I did the whole time I was there. And did you lose <laughs> $2? No, I won fifty six dollars. <gasps> oh wow! And that kind of like. That was my. You're like okay, extra and I walk away now. Yeah, I was just like, I just won fifty six dollars on a two dollar bet. I'm not playing anything yeah. else. The yeah, rest yeah, that's of the that's the way I that's the way I react. <laughs> I, was like, I don't I, look at it like, oh, I'm gonna keep playing because maybe I'll win more. It's more like, nope. When I and and this is how it played out. I had to when I was leaving Las Vegas, I put in the I was filling my gas tank. You're not gonna believe this. 
Uh, $56. $56. Yep. No, exactly get out of here. Exactly $56. Like Vegas got the money back. Sunoco got the money Before back. Before you could leave. Before yeah. you could leave. Yeah, but it was just one of those things like, oh, Vegas just paid for my gas all the way back home. That's great. <laughs> well, here's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you oh, for, yeah. for coming to Honestly, down and talking me. to us. I this thought you'd be quality a- guest and... Lo and behold, you were. I want you to come back. That's the thing. I would yeah. be happy to. I mean, this is a, this was a quite a short podcast. So to. when we have a longer one, we can just shoot the shit even more. Yeah. And uh, like literally, um, we'll shoot shit. Like we will, we'll yeah, put I mean, we'll, we'll set up targets have, with poop uh, on them. Uh, we have blowguns. Um. So well, that so would don't be inhale good. See, first. Don't see, inhale. That's. I heard, <laughs> heard blowguns, and I was like, all I want to do is inhale, shoot that blowgun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you go, that's what happens to a lot of people. They suck in the dart before they blow, and then... Yeah, but um, this is not darts, it's shit, so... Oh, I, I was making a probably... joke about a cocaine gun. Oh, oh, oh there's, a blowgun. Because then you do... Blowgun. Blow Nobody likes cocaine jokes. Well, you know, uh, it just shows how detached we are. <laughs> We're like, oh. Coke oh. jokes. It's always, we always get a first of like something Coca-Cola? on this show. Well, I've never. Like beverages? I, I. No, no, no. I know. Cocaine. I'm just, I'm just showing how naive and, and not with it I am. Is this because your mom's listening? Is that, is that why? <laughs> I'm sorry. Because we're, your mom's listening? We're over 20 in Los Angeles. I know. Everybody's been exposed to it at some point in this town. You're just like, yeah. All right, so Welcome. I got this phone call. That I probably should answer. We can oh probably God. just back cut this to where we say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, no, just, why would okay. we do that? We, we there's okay. If there's one thing that we don't do, it's edit. You're welcome, ladies yep, and gentlemen. That, uh, you, you know everything we know. Everybody. I know. I know. Even if we shouldn't expose. Like if somebody walked in with a gun and shot everybody, like we somebody would hit stop and we would and somehow we would upload, upload it. Before it. And death. it would get yeah yeah yeah, and it would get a, a like, million, oh. million. Is that the is that the other that's surprise? Morbid. That yes, that's morbid. Yes, that's the other surprise. <laughs> we want to the unveiling of the else. murderer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that all note, right. we love you all. We will talk XOXO. to you next time. Reckless breakfast Woo! out.